Tired of winning the tailgate, but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Squaring Around. Andy, y'all must have forgot. Well, this Andy. is the first time that we have another interview. We, we're kind of a little quiet. We're working on some projects. The Republic of Football Podcasting Network kind of slammed us. And we were like, oh, wow, we got to catch up their whole audience. With you. Yeah, this, you're true. I'm, I'm having a great time. You He's roll up the guest. I just talk. The next successful podcast we have, you have to produce. And then I'll just guest on. That's right. That's right. Okay. One for them, <laughs> one for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's been fun, and we've been having a lot of fun doing it. But we're going to get back on our grind, talking to people you want to hear from the most. And this week, we have Don Coriel, Texas State Athletics Director. You were talking to me off air about how crazy it is that we're even doing this. Because I, I, September 8th, 2022 to now, if I told you two randos were going to start a podcast, you'd be like, what? First off, two randos is... Not uh, really randos. Yeah, I was gonna say two randos is kind of underselling me. Credential but, uh, also, media, yeah. I should but also, say. no, Dom was great. I was really happy to talk to him, man. And like, you know, I have. We'll we'll talk at the end of the podcast about the differences. But I was just really impressed by having him on the podcast and him saying yes. You know, his honesty too. Questions. To be honest, was pretty. I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna just get up there and lie to us. But I definitely was like, well, he's gonna be a little guarded. You know, not a lot of coach talk. Not a lot of coach talk. So here's the, you know, you want to sit, lay it up or do you want me to? Here's, here's Don. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Squaring Around. This is Square Talks, where we talk to everybody at Texas State Athletics to, you know, talk about what the program or all the programs are doing, what the department's doing as a whole. Uh, this week, we have a person who needs no introduction at Texas State. Uh, you know him. You love him. Don Corio, our athletics uh, director. Uh, he doesn't need an intro, but I'm going to give him one because that's the best uh, intro I've ever got right there. Actually, I, I don't know. Maybe you should stop. That was, I don't know if we can get any better than that. It gets better, Don, because your resume is pretty cool. I, I was doing some deep diving on you. Uh, 19 years at Texas State. In September, it'll mark two years with the program uh, or at, with, at the helm of the athletics department, I should say. A baller in your own right. You jumped in the portal, came out the other side at uh, Lamar. So that's kind of cool. You're a pioneer in that sense. 1998 MVP of the Lamar team. You played overseas in Ireland before becoming the assistant AD at Lamar. Um, and the first thing that you wanted to do when you took over the job at Texas State was set championships as the the standard. Yep. Yeah, great. Right. How's that work so far? Thanks. You know, it's been good. You know, uh, you know, we won the won the Commissioner's Cup last year, which was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we competed uh, really well in a lot of sports. You know, we didn't quite get there this fall with uh, with volleyball and soccer, but I thought we did really well. Um, you know, obviously, women's basketball won a championship, uh, which has been a long time. So that was that was great to see. Um, you know, we came the, the sports that are finished, men's basketball, right? You know, they uh, had a little bit of a rough run with a lot of injuries, but I was really proud of the way they finished the season. Um, so yeah, man, I feel like. Uh, I feel like we've, we've done a good job of implementing this culture. I think the expectations are, are, are clear as to what we're trying to do. Um, and, uh, you know, we're continuing to work on the sport to make sure we're offering everything that those coaches need and student-athletes need to win these championships. So that, that's my role, right? 
I'll start, I guess, for like the questions uh, for you, Don, man. Cause like, I remember I, you, and you might not remember this, but when you were the assistant AD, you could help my guys out. Do you remember that? You gave them uh food vouchers when we were in Louisiana. Oh, okay. All right. I, man, I don't, right. I don't I'll, remember it, but so if you want can to I, I'll, I'll tell the story. Cause this is when, cause you know, for the longest time, it's just, you know, we're students, the athletic administration, the athletic administration. So you don't have like the closest relationship and you know, but we were in Louisiana for the Sunbelt Championship Games, a tournament for men's and women's basketball. I and do. I was I was there covering it. And you didn't have to do this, but out of the kindness of your heart, you made sure my friends didn't starve at this thing. You gave them like the the meal voucher or whatever wristband. And like I was telling Jacob when we were off air, it's just like, you know, if a person does something nice for me or my friends, like one time, they have like a friend for life. And you did that and you didn't have to. And it was like such a nice thing. So when you became the AD, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm in. I feel I feel pretty good about this. I was going to ask you, like, if you remembered that story at all. Yeah. You know, uh, once you start to say it, yes, there, there was a group of guys, right, that traveled to watch us. I think you guys were sitting on like the front row almost, I feel like behind one of the baskets. And, uh, and yeah, so, I mean, yes, if we've got students that are making their way to New Orleans and it would have been spring break and I've got a way to help you guys with some food or something like that, absolutely, man. That's the, that's the least I can do because I know how difficult it is, particularly when you're in college, right? You know, trying to round everything up, pay for everything, get to New Orleans to support the Bobcats. Um, yes, man, I, I do remember it now that you started to tell the story. I didn't know it was you, but I do remember it. <laughs> if it was me, it would have changed, right? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. We we stayed in a hostel, and it was like honestly, it was one of those things that like those guys will never forget. It's something yeah. I'm not going to forget for a while. So you know, thank you for that. You know, it was what seven years later, four years later, whatever. So thanks, thanks for that. Um, look, man, what's been the biggest difference? What change can you see? Because you talk to the coaches, you talk to the athletes, and everybody tells me that there's like a little bit of a just a more energy, more like a vibe. What what's the difference? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, there's, there's a, a really good vibe here. I feel like, uh, in my opinion, um, I feel like our staff's been great, you know, just with the entire transition, our, our senior staff all the way down to new administrators, um, I think coaches have been really receptive to everything. So, uh, I don't feel like we've, uh, we've had like a disconnect with like what our goals are, right. You know, we do these these full staff meetings, these head coaches meetings, and I'm bringing a commissioner's cup in there and talking about, hey, we won this last year. Let's get these points going. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, you know, we're all we're all just on the same page, I believe, with with what we're trying to do. And uh, and you know, I do think you have to be like really cohesive if you're going to try to do great things. Um, you know, you operate in in uh, you know cylinders and, and silos. You know, things just don't get done as well. You know, uh, we have those conversations all the time. So we've got to be real receptive to what, uh, and I said this, you know, off air, you know, about what our student athletes really need to win here, what our coaches really need to win here. Um, and to do that, you got to have great communication and then you got to be able to implement what those are. Um, and so for me, I, I think it's just been, um, in general, I think people are just really excited about what we're trying to do. And, uh, and then, you know, um, I, I got to mention, you know, Kelly and Beth Dampus, right, um, coming on board and the excitement that they've brought um, and the support that they've also given over the past, I think, nine months or so um, has been really nice. And, uh, you know, obviously they're um, they're both, in, in, you know, very in tune with what we're doing in athletics and very supportive with what we're doing. And um, so having that alignment has uh, it, been really important as well. And, and it's been great to see from, from Kelly. 
when when President Dampus got hired, I remember talking to Arkansas State fans and friends, and they told me like, "Hey, you got a good one. Like, this is a guy who cares about athletics. Can you tell a difference? Does it? Can you like the first time you met him? Could you tell like, hey, this is a guy that he gets it. He gets sports." Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kelly, Kelly's got so much energy. I was fortunate. I actually had an opportunity to sit with him at a dinner um, at a Sunbelt Conference banquet uh, the year before he was hired. And I sat right next to him and he and I uh, had a really good conversation and, uh, you know, just seemed, seemed like a great guy. Right. And uh, really easy to talk to. And, and, I, and we talked a lot of sports, which was which was great as well. Um, but, you know, since, since he's, he's been on campus, he's just been uh, extremely supportive. He's everywhere which is really fun to see. Um, I laughed. I got a friend at Arkansas State, and I called him and said, hey, man, what, what do you think about our new hire? And he said, well, we have a running joke here that we think he has a twin somewhere because of all the stuff that he's at. And we kind of laughed about that every now and then. I mean, everything, just, just every place this guy's at. Last week, you know, he's at the Women's Final Four in Dallas on Friday, and then he's at the Men's Final Four on Saturday, and then he's at the Women's Championship on Sunday. Then he's at the men's championship on Monday. Then he's at the Texas A&M baseball game last night in College Station. So the amount of energy he has, it's infectious, and uh, you know you can't help but be excited to uh, to to have him involved. He uh, he represents the too. university too, like on the national level, right, with the NCAA and the Sun Belt. Yeah, board of directors, yeah, so he, so, so sure, yeah. He, he uh, you know, you sit on the board, you're probably going to get better seats than maybe some other people. So yeah, I think <laughs> he has a pretty, so he has some pretty good seats there. But he's dirty. He loves it. You know, he's he's not going there to uh, he is he's going there to socialize and see people. But I mean, he loves the action. He loves the competition. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just fun to be around. He's part of that uh, always be recruiting crew, too. He was he had a post on uh, Twitter talking about how he was trying to recruit San Diego State oh, kids San Diego, to Texas State. State students. He is. And, uh, you know, he's always connecting with people. Um, you know, he saw our student athletes at the games and, you know, he, he visits with them. Um, yeah, he's he's. He's everywhere. He's infectious, and he's just been—he's been great for us. Don, I'm gonna be—I'm gonna shoot you straight here, man, because you were the assistant AD under a different president, a different athletic director, and we're talking like the energy. We're talking about the vibes. Like, I, people are gonna want to know, like, what has it been like now being in the driver's seat? Like, now that you get to be the person who makes those decisions, now you're the person who gets to, like, you know, essentially sign those checks. Like, what's what's the difference? Uh. I mean, it, it, it's hard to say, you know, I, you know, you see things, I guess, a little bit differently. Right. But I'm only as good as the people that I'm working with. Right. So, um, you know, I, I've got to help form, formulate, you know, the vision and the strategy, which is what we're doing right now and the plans. Um, but, you know, I've got to have uh, people that I can count on to help us implement that. People that I can count on to give me input to say, hey, man, you're big. this is not how you want to do it, man. Come on. <laughs> think this through, right? I got to have the right people on our staff to do things. Um, so this isn't like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting in my office by myself making these decisions. That's not the way I operate. You know, uh, very rarely my doors even close. I got to close right now just because we're doing this, but, um, you know, uh, I understand that, uh, it takes a lot of people for us to be successful. Um, it takes, uh, a lot of people not even in athletics, you know, having great relationships with people like on our president's cabinet, Kelly, our provost, student affairs, who helped us out with a ton of stuff. Um, you know, uh, our, our VP for finance, who helps us with a lot of the stuff we do, particularly doing um, hiring processes and things like that. You know, it take, takes a ton of people, man. So it's not me. Um, 
uh, you know, obviously, uh, I got to be a conduit to a lot of stuff. Um, but you know, it, it, it's about everybody else, and, and I'm fortunate to to be able to uh, to sit where I'm at and uh, try to do as best as I can for our student athletes and for our fans. Well, let's talk about the fans a little bit because there's a group of fans. I'd say a lot of Bobcat fans that you know they're trying to get their trust back. They're trying to get back into Texas State athletics because for whatever reason they feel like they kind of got iced out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that they have a fair point. Don't do you? Oh yeah, I get that. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of expectations here, right? I mean, I'm like everybody else, man. I see what the university has, um, and, and I, I see, you know, to an extent, you know, the the problems we've had winning football games, right? So I get that. That's gonna turn that's gonna turn people off. There's no way to hide from that. Um, you know, it's our job to try and re-engage these people. Uh, some of it's chicken and egg, right? You're always battling, like guys. Come out and check us out. Come watch us because I know we're going to have 100 crews on the sidelines. We want to see what kind of atmosphere they're going to be playing in front of. But then if we don't play well early, we don't see those fans at the end of the season where you still continue to have have recruits. But I, I get it, man. Um, I understand that, that there's some people who are like, hey, uh, they haven't been able to win football games. Um, but we've done really well everywhere else. And we have improved, you know, w- with a lot of things that we're doing within the football program. So I feel like the foundation's there. Um, I feel like the, the I feel like things are in place, but I understand it. And and there's certain things that we've got to do to re-engage. I think we did something like that with a hire we recently announced in our football staff with David Bailiff, and and some of that uh, was driven specifically by, hey man, this guy can reach some people that we haven't heard from in 20 years, you know. So, um, but you know, we're we're aware of it. I'll just say that. I think football is a big part of it. I think that there's a lot more, not more, but like. There's more to it than just football because there's dudes who love Texas State. They follow the football program, win, lose, or draw. You know, we'll cry together. We'll cheer together. But we also kind of felt like got left out a little bit under, like, the last administration. They just felt like, you know, they aren't reaching out to us. You know, we're here. We're trying to be part of the fan base, and we're getting iced out. And I can tell you right now that President Dampus and and you – feel like there's more of a connection. It feels like you are kind of opening that bridge a little bit more. Do you see that too? I mean, I I, I can really only talk about like what I do, right? Not you know sure. what I mean? Okay. That's just, that's just kind of how I, that, that's me. That's how I am. That's how I've always been. You know, I, I've uh, always been a guy who, uh, who, who picks teams, right? You know, <laughs> the guy who's trying to get people involved, the guy who's trying to put stuff together. That's just always kind of been my personality. Um, even when I was playing sports, you know. I would call to- that a leader. Yeah, you know, so I mean, that's just that's just kind of it's kind of how I am, um, and I think I think Kelly's the same way, uh, and, and he he's uh, I don't even know if I want to say he's very intentional. That's just the way he is, you know. Um, he is a guy who wants to be around people. Um, he wants to interact with people. He wants to hear about people's experiences. We're like I've kind of always been the same way, so we're very similar um, in that regard, in my opinion. Um, but but for me. And, you know, I, I I feel like I've been this way for a long time. I don't care if you're, uh, I, you know, I don't care anything about you. If if you've taken the time to come to an athletics event, then, then it's my obligation to make sure that I thank you. Regardless of who you are, what you've done, you know, uh, whether you're a student, whether you're a donor, whether you're a fan. I mean, we just need to be very appreciative. And understanding of, hey, we got to build this thing up. We got to build our base, and to do that, 
I think you've got to show. Uh, I think you've got to show a lot of respect to the people who uh, who are interested in it. Well, shout well, out. We're to trying them. to build a base. Yeah, and shout What's out that? to the Jimmy's Radio days too, because that's where we would kind of run into you a lot, uh, just to see the radio show at, at Chimmy's with uh, you know, Coach Babadol earlier before that Coach Withers. Yeah. Uh, so it was really cool to see you at those uh, back before you were even the AD. You know, you're you're doing the other stuff. Um, I I wanted to talk about this too because Zimmel kind of touched on it. But uh, President Trouth kind of was known as like the builder on campus. She oversaw a lot of the San Marcos's campus expansion, obviously to Round Rock at the same time. Do you think that's kind of like part of going to be your legacy, like expanding the athletics facilities, uh, uh, drumming up support along the way for student uh, engagement and stuff like that? You know, I hope so. We're spending a lot of time on that. Um, and I agree with you. I think Dr. Trout did an unbelievable job of that. This university is in such good shape. Um, and, and I think I think President Davis walked in an unbelievable situation here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, a lot of our focus right now is on facilities. You know, we're doing this, this South End Zone project. Um, we've got uh, aspirations to do a lot more than that. Um, we're fundraising for a lot more than that right now, and we're fundraising for the South End Zone. So, uh, so yeah, building is a, is always a priori- priority in athletics. You know, uh, you, you know, you, you you have to be able to show well. You have to be able to offer great experiences for uh, for your fans when they're here. Um, so uh, so yeah, if if that happens to be my legacy or a part of it, great. That means we're doing what we're trying to do. Um, we're building what we need to build. Um, the engagement piece, absolutely, man. That's always going to be a, a top priority for me. Give us the update. Give us a square round update here on the South End Zone complex. Well, South End Zone is going well. Um, you know, our, our our plan is is to break ground. I'd say Juneish. Um, so uh, we've got a little bit of ways to go on our fundraising to do everything right. You know, ideally, we don't have to do this um, in phases. Uh, there's still a chance we might have to, but. Um, I feel really good with where we're at right now. We're close to the finish line. We still need to raise some additional dollars. We're going to keep doing that really over the next month and a half. But uh, but our timeline is getting short, right? As to uh, as to how much time we have to get this money in. Um, but uh, but we're gonna we're gonna get this thing uh, started. Um, the weight room is really our top priority in this. You know, it's about eight thousand square feet. It's like twice the size of what we currently have. The athletic training room um, facilities uh, and uh, and hydrotherapy stuff is uh, is a close second um, to the weight room in terms of needs. And then we've got team and in uh, position meeting space, which I'd say is third. And then you got some other elements that I really want to try to do. You know, third floor hospitality suite, connecting the concourses. We've got a kitchen and the warren room that's going to help us out. Um, so there's some other really cool stuff in this project. Hopefully, we can get everything done. We're getting close. We've got a lot of good support. Um, you know, uh, President Dampus has been really helpful with a lot of stuff. Travis Comer in our office, who's our senior associate um, for uh, for development, has done a really good job. Um, we've had a lot of different people get behind this project so far. Um, really proud of, of our fans for stepping up and, and, and helping us. Um, but again, we've got a little ways to go, but I'm excited about it, man. We're going to be breaking ground and we're going to get some things built. What's the current gap on that project right now? Like, I think it's probably about a million and a half dollars, uh, maybe two. Um, so, you know, I'd like to think that we can get that here um, in the next in the next few months. We're having some good conversations with people. Hopefully some of it comes to uh, fruition. Um, so, yeah, that, that's about where we're at right now. Well, Zimmel has that, right? He's got all yeah, that. Let's do it, baby. Come, Come on, on, Zim. Make the announcement right now. Let's get it done. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an exclusive for the show, Zim. 
Oh yeah, nothing like throwing throwing two million dollars towards good. We'll give you a studio here if you do that. Oh, come again. We'll give you a studio here if you do that. <laughs> if that's part of the end zone, if there's a radio part of the end zone complex, I mean, me and Brant, we'd love it. I think we'd both both have a great time over there. <laughs> we'd never get run out of it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we live there. Uh, we I, I want before we move Zimmo, uh I wanted to talk too about uh, some great bobcats that have also stepped up to chip into that. Uh, Don, obviously we had that huge uh, anonymous donor. Uh, thank you to whoever that was. That's awesome that you did that. But also uh, David Mayo and Michael Rockpo also yeah. made a huge donation too. You talk about kind of just uh, what dealing with some of those alumni who have just like gone all in. You know, all the chips in the basket. I think it's awesome. You know, anytime we can get athletic alumni. Um, to do some things like that. I think it really sets a good example for what we're hoping everybody does. Um, you know, in my opinion, you know, I'd, I'd like all of our athletic alumni to think about, hey, how can I how can I maybe pay my scholarship back at some point, right? Um, I, I think that's a pretty good message for uh, for our athletic alumni. Yeah, but but to see somebody uh, like Mike and, and David who are, uh, one, super visible, right? So they do something, man. People are super excited about it because they were so successful um, as Bobcats here. Um, so successful in what they're doing now. Uh, really cool, man. It was it was nice. We uh, I didn't get to see Mike a couple of weeks ago, but David was here uh, for a deal we did with some of our football alumni to introduce them to uh, our football staff. Um, we took them up into the club level and did some different stuff with them before a uh, Saturday morning practice. Um, you know, Mike and I uh, chatted a little bit after his gift. Um, you know, just thanking him for for his support. We saw Mike in Dallas. Uh, I don't know, probably probably about nine months ago was something that we did with uh, with President Danvers. But both of those guys have been outstanding, man. And uh, you know, we and we've had other athletic alumni do the exact same thing, right? I love our athletic alumni. I've always been really involved with what they do, and that's another really important piece to me to make sure that we're uh, taking care of our athletic alumni, and, and in turn, they're going to take care of you know their alma mater. Another piece of that, I guess, too, was the Jeff Foster stuff for yeah. uh, basketball. I got to go down there too for yeah. San Marcos. That it was a cool scene, uh, just to see that whole like 1998 team or 1997 crew come back and just experience San Marcos again. Unbelievable, and Jeff's so uh, so kind of gracious and, and, and kind of always wants to take the back seat. Like it was really important for Jeff that that event was about his teammates and the championship that they won. He didn't want it to be about him, um, even even to the point of and he'll kill me for saying some of this, but like we put together like posters for the events with like different pictures, collages of all the guys that played. And several times he was like, too many pictures of me, take it out. Uh, put this guy in. And then I'd send it back and he'd say, still a few too many. Let's get this guy in there. And uh, so, you know, he uh, for, for him, it was really important to get his teammates back um, as part of that. But, yeah, another great example. And Jeff, Jeff's just been unbelievable as well for, uh, you know, for, for what we do. I'm still mad at him because we played against each other and he beat me here when I was at, uh, when I was at Lamar. You know, he took me down here in Strand and he, he lets me hear about it most of the time when we see each other but but outside of that he's a great guy what's that like being a former athlete now in like the ad chair because i mean that must be a pretty cool experience uh you know i it, i just think like personally it helps me in in some things right uh kind of in my opinion maybe just an, under, uh, an understanding that that maybe somebody who didn't have that experience doesn't get right like uh you know what your legs feel like after you get off a eight hour bus ride and you got to play the next day or or maybe in on the opposite side what does it feel like you know instead if you take a a two-hour flight you know what are the differences you know one of the things you know i recall and in, in our student athletes talk about this a lot is uh one your time management how efficient you are 
Um, but also uh, how important like recovery, sleep, rest, and all those things are. Not sure a lot of people understand um, how tiring the experience can be because of all the requirements you have and then how much you're taxing yourself physically, how those things add up. And, and so I like to think that I'm aware of that because I've experienced myself. Um, and, and, you know, I, I understand as well just kind of how how small the difference is between middle of the pack sometimes and being a champion. And, and it's all about preparation and time management uh, and doing the right things. You know, I, I try to talk to our student athletes about you have such a small window to be great. Try to get rid of some of the distractions. Try to try to put things aside that maybe aren't a priority and, and get back with them four years from now. You know, because it, it truly is you really have to really have to dedicate so much to be great. A lot of people can be can be good and a lot of people can be better than average. But when it comes to athletics, um, I think you really got to put the time in if you're going to be great and you got to go above and beyond a lot of the time because of what you know your coaches are asking you to do. I'm pumped up now. I feel pretty good. All right. All right. Uh, good good speech. Ready for that million dollar donation, Zim. Yeah, he's, he's juicy sure. for the donation. Uh you mentioned something, and Jacob, I want you to clip this and we can play it when we have other Bobcat athletes on here about paying back the uh, the scholarship. Because I think that'll be – we'll play that for him, and then maybe we can get some more donations. I like that. Yeah, all right, awesome. <laughs> uh, of course, we got to talk football, man. Tell me about the excitement. Tell me what's going on down there. We we haven't gotten eyes on spring practice yet. You probably have seen these guys. Are we yeah. going 12-0? 12 and 0. Yeah, sure, man. 12 and 0. Let's do it. I hope we're going 12 and 0. You know, that's always the plan. Um, 12 and 0, 13 and 0. We'll take 13 and 0. That's even better. Yeah, Kelly uh, said 13. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, you know, I like what I like what we're seeing so far. I really do. You know, I think he he I think Coach Kenny um did an outstanding job kind of getting here, you know, uh and just taking off, right? You know, it, there almost wasn't a transition to an extent. And I and a lot of that had to do with him being a sitting head coach, right? You know, um, he, he had the connections in place already in the state of Texas. Um, he, uh, he he had a plan. Um, you know, as you've seen, he had some kids who, who wanted to come with him as well. Um, but uh, but I think he, I think he's been outstanding so far. I really do. You know, it's been great to see him connect with uh, with the high school coaches. It's been great to see him connect with the Texas High School Association. Um, I like the I like his demeanor with our players. I like his approach with our players. Um, I like the energy that we've had at practice over the past few weeks. Um, you know, he uh, he he's done a, he's done a really good job. I mean, you know, the, the kids that he's brought in on paper look look really really strong. Um, so I'm as excited as everybody else is to see. We've got scrimmage on Saturday. Um, I'm excited as, as everybody else to see that, and then kind of see how we look with our spring game. And uh, and get this thing rolling. I mean, you know, you're always looking forward to the next football season, and so it can't get here fast enough because you're ready to uh, you're ready to prove yourself. You know, in our case, we're ready to show that hey, we're ready to win football games here. You know, we want to get out of kind of this rut we're in, and so the sooner we get there, the better. But um, you know, I think uh, I think what we've seen so far from him has been outstanding. Can you take us Tell back us to story. That, uh, yeah, the search party thing. I yeah. think that's what Zimmer was getting at. Because the committee was yourself, Travis Comer, and uh, President Danfis. You know, yeah. kind of what goes into that. And you also all thanked uh, Eric Algo, the VP of Finance, too, for helping you guys shore up, um, I guess, the coaching pool money and boosting all that stuff. And uh, I guess just making the entire job like more attractive, too, overall. 
Yeah, Eric's an important part, really, of just kind of helping us with the processes, right? You know, when you work for a state institution and you got your human resource office, things have to move quickly. And so just making sure that a lot of stuff is processed really quickly is what Eric um, really helped us out with. Uh, and, and he's been a, a, a real benefit for us. Um, the search in general, you know, it's it's fast paced. It's quick. Um, you got to be ready to move. You got to be able to, to kind of turn on a dime with, with what you're doing. Um you know, Travis was uh, extremely helpful. Um, having Kelly involved was also extremely helpful. Um, him being able to talk about his vision for the program, his vision for the university, and the coaches were able to hear that. Um, that's uh, that's an important piece. Um, you know, we did use Parker Surf Firm, who uh, also was very, uh, very helpful, uh, you know, in, in the process as well. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was fast. Um, but I think we all knew when, when we talked to the DJ, that hey, this is this is the guy, you know, um, and and you know there wasn't a lot of back and forth about it, you know, there's somebody else we need to be looking at after after we heard from DJ a couple of times, uh, we all felt really good about what we think we can do for our program. I think uh, I was going to ask what that first impression was like. <laughs> can you tell us a story about the first time you met him? Because I mean that's got to be something. Well, you know, one thing I I really liked about him is. Uh, and I think he's he said this this publicly, but he was very clear to us about how much he wanted this job specifically, so much so that there were some other opportunities out there for him. And at the time you could hear a little bit about that. And he was he was very quick to tell us, you might be hearing this, but you're the job that I that I want, more so than this other job. And, and so for me, that was like, all right. You know, I, I really like, you know, I really like this guy's uh, frame of mind. I really like, you know, the fact that he's extremely aware of, of what, you know, the potential is here um, and what we have to offer. I think, uh, too, Dr. Tyus had had a story when they had hired uh, Jake Spavadol and that I think they had gotten locked in a storage closet. And he was joking that that was kind of how he had locked up that hire. Did you guys have a story like that with G.J. Kitty? We always knew Jake was the one, but that decision really was confirmed to me after he persevered for 22 hours to get here because of bad weather and I picked him up at midnight at the Austin airport and we talked about facilities and we actually did a tour of these facilities at midnight between midnight and about 1.15 a.m. and it was interesting it was by flashlight and we got locked in the equipment room so he saw me in a panic right off the bat and knew how I would react in a crisis, but I'm still glad he's here. No, we didn't go in any storage closets. Thank uh, you. No, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. I, I kind of remember, I remember Larry, uh, I think Larry was showing Jake around the facility late at night um, is what I think happened there. But, yeah. He flew uh, in from Morgantown or something super yeah, late and he yeah, wanted to see everything. He had some delays if I, if I recall. So, you know, you never know what these searches are going to, turn into, you know, you got weather and you got, you know, a lot of times people coming from all over the country. Um, we didn't have that with DJ, you know, he, he was 45 minutes away. So, um, you know, pretty standard when, when we did see him in person, um, he's got a really good presence to him. You know, that was, that was probably my, my first impression, maybe meeting him in person. Um, and, uh, and yeah, did, did a great job. I don't, I don't have any, uh, any kind of, <laughs> Kind of goofy thing that happened. It was it was pretty straightforward, but it but it was all good. Thank that's kind of so how Coach Kenny strikes me too. Story. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how he strikes me. You know? Yeah, I, I guy who knows exactly what he wants. He does. He does. He's very um, 
He's very, yeah, he, I don't know if I can say better than that. He knows exactly what he wants. Um, he's very determined and uh, he's very kind of matter of fact, right? You know what I mean? He just, he kind of knows uh, what he needs to have in place to win um, and uh, kind of get kind of gets right down to the point, you know? That's kind of how I, I see you too, Don, in a lot of ways. I see you as a guy who has like a, a very clear like agenda for the, the department as a whole. I know a lot of people, right, with the end zone complex, they're like, well, we need an indoor practice facility. We need all yeah. these, you know, X, Y, and Z. The Sun Belt announced uh, sand volleyball. What are we going to do? All these things going on. What, what do all, you... Those are all conversations we've had, you mm -hmm. know. I mean, we truthfully, we have. I, I mean, but to your point right now, um, our eyes on the prize right now, that's that's the south end zone. We're doing some other things. We've had some discussions about an indoor facility. Um, you know, Kelly mentioned that in DJ's press conference. Uh, the other thing I told uh, all the coaches, candidates that we talked to uh, was about the alignment between the president's office and the athletics department. Uh, there's a strong correlation between what I'm thinking and what Don's thinking, and I'm really grateful to have his leadership in our athletics department. Having alignment between athletics and the uh, central administration is very important for a head football coach. The other thing I ta talked to them about was uh, our interest in investing more heavily in the football program, athletics in general, but football in particular. Uh, we already have a project in mind for expanding our weight room facilities. Uh, we have a long-term plan for uh, building an indoor facility, but we actually have been in, in conversations in the past week of accelerating that timeline, having an, on-door, an indoor facility come online a lot quicker. Uh, that will be, you know, the next project that we work on with football. Um, you know, we're looking at some baseball, softball renovations right now that we've started some fundraising for. Um, so yeah, uh, but in, in regards to the football projects, you're right. Right now we're like, you know, we're locked in with zero, you know, we're, we're locked in on these next, you know, um, two months to, uh, to try to make sure we can get this whole thing done. Yeah, well, people on, on Twitter were talking about too, like, oh, well, where can we watch the spring game? You know, like they wanted all these things. And I was like, well, cameras cost a lot of money. You know, I'm a TV guy. <laughs> I can tell you how much cameras yeah, cost. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and, and you know, we'll, we'll work to continue to get better in that. Um, mm -hmm. But we've got, uh, you know, we've got some limitations, you know, to an extent on, uh, on what we can do uh, based on, you know, one control room and, uh, you know, things like that. But uh, I think our crew does a great job, you know, talking about ESPN Plus. Um, you know, the production that we put on, um, the work that we do, you know, a lot of it is student run, which is great. Uh, but we also have, you know, some people in our department could put an awful lot of time into that. Uh, Brian Miller, who's our senior associate AD for external right now, is actually kind of filling in as like our producer and our director. Um, and he has not missed a spring athletic event with the exception of, I think he's only two the other day. So you're talking about a guy who's, who's sitting in a control room. I mean, you guys know Andrew, right? I mean, you know how many events we host and he's in there getting this thing done. Um, so we got a lot of people who work really hard. So, um, you know, I do want to kind of recognize that I, I really appreciate the effort that they they put out. Um, and, yeah, so we, we don't plan to broadcast the, the spring game right now. There'll be plenty of video content out there afterwards. Uh, we do have a radio call for it. Um, so that'd be great. You can listen to that. And then kind of more importantly, hey, man, you know, uh, you got you got several weeks to plan for it, right? Try to get here because, you know, for us, a spring football game, you want to make it really good. Let's put the people on the stands. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I can get a plane ticket down there, but you know, not, not, not a bad idea. You're the exception. <laughs> well, he did. He won our fantasy league this year. So I know he has money in his pockets. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like buying a plane ticket to go to a spring game. I, you know, who, who am I to not go? You know what I mean? What we do need to talk about is getting me merch because the uh, the third the third rail of this podcast is people giving me crap on Twitter about not having enough Texas State stuff. 
How can we fix that, Don? Get you stuff or get stuff in general? You stuff. Me I stuff. Saw, I Me saw stuff in particular. Hey, I, saw the, I saw the Yankees hat you had on. You didn't want people to give you a bunch of crap about it, so you took yeah. it off. We can tell you have hat head right now. Yeah. Um, I barely have hair, period. Hey, so I'll tell you what, Andrew, you're going to, I'm, I'm going to get your, you're going to get a Bobcat hat. I can assure there you. There we go. That's worry, what we have I'll, I'll superimpose a Yankees hat on him too. That's what we <laughs> the magic of energy. I'm tired. I'm tired of the people on Twitter telling me I'm not a big enough Bobcat, Bobcat fan. Hey, Never ends. Hey, you're doing this. You're doing this in your studio in North Dakota. I, I'd say you, I'd say you got the one up on a lot of Bobcat fans right now. They're not giving you enough credit. I've been oh, saying yeah, look at that. they won. This is great. Clip this, Jacob. Put that on Twitter. Put it out there. You just pat in <laughs> your resumes, them. Yeah. Um, for all the Give us a teaser. What's, what's one thing that I can be excited about to get me through this weather I have right now? What's one Texas State thing that I, I can be excited about right now? Oh, outside of everything else you just gave me excitement about. Everything else I just would like. Well, am, I, am I sitting on, like, exciting information? Uh, Probably. You know, we, got, we got some uh, – you know, we've talked a lot about football. We got some football scheduling stuff coming out uh, that I think is, is pretty cool for uh, for the Bobcats. Um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna make an announcement about something we got going on um, next season. Uh, kind of out there a little bit already, I think. You know, some some open records requests. I think maybe some people have done on some contracts, but we haven't put it out there yet. Is it the out. that's the Liberty game replacing the Liberty game? Or well, I can't say that ruins the excitement. Okay, okay, sorry. That, that that's probably it but i mean we got a ton of stuff going on you know this is this is recruiting time for us for a lot of sports and you're gonna see a lot of announcements here soon about people that were recruiting you know obviously uh we still got some sports that are playing right now you know baseball softball track and field the golf tennis um lots of things going on I hope i didn't forget anybody there um lots of things going on uh so those those are all exciting to see how how these teams are going to finish down the stretch and 2027 is already shaping up to be a big year. You uh, got to hire a couple head coaches, I think three, and then you uh, extended a bunch of coaches through 2027. Oh, about- I wondered what you were talking about with 2027. I'm looking at our football schedule going, who do we have in 2027? Yeah, so, you know, that, that's you know that's just another piece of what we're trying to do here, which is retain good people, right? Um, you have coaches who are successful. Um, you know, people are going to come for them, right? That's the business we're in, so we got to – Got to make it a priority, man. We've got to keep our good coaches here so uh, we can continue to get better. Awesome. Zim, you good? I'm good. Thanks, man. Okay. All right, man. Appreciate it, guys. Journal, uh, I'll get your I'll get your address if I don't already have it, but I'll or, or I'll shoot you an email. I think you're on the calendar invite right here, but we'll get you we'll get you a hat, man. We'll get you something to rep. Perfect. Perfect. Right, Jake, yeah. Appreciate your time, man. Yeah. Thank you, Thanks, Don. I appreciate it. Thanks. Zim, what'd you think, buddy? I was really impressed by this. Now. Don did a good job of not throwing anybody under the bus. You know, he had a really, I mean, we gave him plenty of opportunities. I tried to set him up a couple times with like, Hey, <laughs> what do you think about this guy? Hey, what do you think about this guy? And like, he didn't, he didn't take the bait um, for any of those. I think that he is a genuine guy. I think it's one of those, what you see is what you get. For the longest time, Texas state fans. And I am one of you guys. We are all on the same page here. You know what I mean? I wrote the fire Tice article you guys told me to write the Fire Tice article. This was like the list is the like, this is the legacy that we have, boys and girls. So like to talk to Don is just a complete 180 from talking to Tice. I can tell you that right now. As somebody who interviewed both those guys, Don is a very genuine guy, it feels like. I think that he is a dude that has been around long enough to know the highs and the lows. He he's in the trenches with us, it kind of feels like. And I don't think that he's been burned. 
I think other athletic directors, Tice, had been burned in the past by fans, by media, and I don't think that he's been burned yet. And I hope he doesn't get burned because I like him being open and honest with us. I'd love to have him on the podcast again. I think if he if something happens with the end zone complex, I'd love to get his take on it first before we even have a conversation about it. When we talk about the renovations for baseball and softball in the future, I think that he'd be great to have on again. I, I'm i here for it, man. I feel really good about Don. I feel really good about the direction Texas State Athletics is going. And I have a story about Tice if we want to go there, but we don't have to. I uh, When we were setting this up, I had to email Chris Coots, the hardest working sports information director in the country. And I say that, Zimma laughs, but it's true. I love Chris. Uh, but I was telling Chris, I was like, hey, man, he has carte blanche to come on whenever he wants to tell us something. Because uh, I, I believe in Don. I, we, You know, I think I have a theory about this, actually. And I think it's however you you meet somebody at Chimmy's, you are who you are when you walk into Chimmy's. And uh, when we met him at Chimmy's and we had a couple uh, really honest and open, just kind of hanging around conversations, you know, he was always that guy. So I didn't really expect him differently. Yeah, no, he was he was really fun to hang out with at Chimmy's. But again, I liked hanging out with Spavarol too at Chimmy's. So whatever. Anyway, yeah. it's it's neither here nor there. I'm excited. I want to thank Don. I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. And you know, Jacob, this is where you do your square talk bling. You say like, "Hey, look, we got a we got a hotline here." I know when my hotline bling or what is it? Hotline. For some reason, I thought that was sing, but it is just bling. Mm-hmm. My cat walked in. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have concerns, you can dial in, you can drunk call us like Colton McWilliams should have (laughs) on the square the other day. Uh, we have a mailbox, we have a bunch of these things. So, you know, we're always cooking in the background. So let us know what you want to do. Because this is, this is my, why I say that is because if you had a problem with any of the questions we asked Don, if you thought we should have been harsher on him for whatever reason, please let us know. Uh, and we will talk about those in the next mailbag because I feel we have a mail we'll have a mailbag coming. Mailbag coming, I think, like after two or three weeks. Um, but yeah, no, it's just you know I'm I was very happy to have him and um, yeah, glad glad he came. Car and we got more. Strong. We got Every time you want. We got more big names coming too. So this more will be big fun. names. Yeah. Um, before we go, I have to talk about our partnership with Elite Sports. Um, you know, they actually made a link for me, so I'll share this right now uh this is the list of all of their texas state athletes they have them on the maroon and gold tab uh, you know this is again partnership that we're doing with them uh they're a company that works with athletes as part of the nil stuff and helps them establish a brand and start selling merch so we've got austin smith xavier perez mason harrell chase mora the list goes on and on uh feel free gear up with elite sports uh, that's E-L-E-T-E. And use code SQUARE. Helps us out. I love it when you roll your R's. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, what, what was that story with ties you had? Oh, I was going to tell the story about him trying to get me fired. Oh, <laughs> do you want to go down that road? We don't okay. have to. Yeah, we'll save that for a rainy day in San Marcos. Yeah, we'll save it for the next time Don does something great. Water under the San Marcos Bridge, you know? Mm, mm. Ocarina Bridge. Ocarina, yeah. If there's a San Marcos uh, Monopoly game, what's the boardwalk? What is that? The square. Maylouz? The square, probably. Defend the square? 
You have a bunch of different little bars next to it. Square Talks. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat them up.